0: Well, good morning. It's uh, Friday, March 11th, 2022. Friday, March 11th, 2022. Uh, Monday is my favorite holiday. It really is my favorite holiday on Monday. Tweet to me if you know what it is. I know you're going to know what it is. Um, uh, Yeah, uh, first let's start off with Slava Ukraine. Heroim Slava. And a new one today... Chiniti Opir, which I'm not sure if I'm saying it right. I'm trying to say it right. It's C-H-Y-N-Y-T-Y-O-P-I-R. PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. Uh, Tell your friends to Google Political Views TV Podcast. I'll show up right at the top of the search. I truly appreciate you. And, And let me apologize. Yesterday was really short. I mean, I packed a lot into 13 minutes, and, and, yeah, you complain, you want a longer show, which I'm shocked by, to be perfectly honest. Um, yeah, I was just in a rush yesterday. I, I actually probably should have waited until, uh, and released it in the afternoon because I finished my my workday early. I just didn't expect that to happen. Um, but I truly appreciate you so much, so much. Thank you so much for coming. Uh, if you can, please bring someone uh, with you uh, today or this weekend, and tell them about the, how hard I work for you. Uh, I got up at uh, about four o'clock this morning, I slept in some, and uh, started, started work right away, and uh, I'm gonna try and make up for yesterday. Um, tweet to me, questions or insights or fights at cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S, or maybe, Maybe you want to school me on something, or maybe you want to tell me about a story that I'm not talking about. Let's see. What is it? And don't forget, Daylight Savings is coming. Uh, so what's going on <clears throat> with that 40-mile military vehicle column, that Russian uh, column uh, that's been sitting outside of um, Kiev for like, uh, 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 like 30 kilometers outside, something like that, uh, for like a week? It seems now the forces appear to be regrouping and uh, dispersing, I suppose. Uh, this, according to Maxar Technology satellite imagery taken yesterday, which showed parts of the convoy had largely dispersed and redeployed. Uh, after initial, uh, initially making limited progress in its advancement towards the capital, UK defense officials say Russia is regrouping for a possible attack on Kyiv. Uh, uh, through some research that I made today, they have already been in effective firing range for some types of artillery, though generally not targeted uh, firing range. Uh, That has to to be computer targeting, uh, which not uh, of their artillery is computer targeting. In fact, I don't know if any of it is. Uh, But for the repositioning of the T-90 tanks, that Russia has been building since uh, 2012. They need to get within a range of six kilometers or about three and a half miles. Uh, an intelligence uh, briefing, uh, the T-90, all that T-90 uh, tank information is, is all me. I, the, no news organizations have that. An intelligence update uh, published by the UK's Ministry of Defense today said Russia is likely seeking to reset and reposture its forces for renewed offensive activity in the coming days, and it would likely include operations against the uh, capital of Kiev. <clears throat> Maxar, that satellite company, said the uh, satellite images show some elements of the convoy had repositioned into forests and tree-lined areas near Lubyanka, Ukraine... Uh, According to satellite imagery, Russian military vehicles are seen sitting on roadways in residential areas in the town of Ozra, 17 miles northwest of Kyiv, and just north of the Russian-controlled Antonov Air Base in Hostomol. Now, uh, I would think that if they've repositioned in tree-lined areas it would be difficult to protect themselves from approaching ground forces. That's what I would think. And and the same can be told for um, uh, uh, vehicles inside small cities and towns. Seems to me you could just approach them and launch a missile right into them, launch one of those uh, anti-tank missiles. Uh, Towed artillery and other vehicles are seen taking cover in sparse patches of trees near... Lubyanka, about three miles northwest of Antonov Air Base. Uh, in uh, Berestyanka, 10 miles west of the airbase, a number of fuel trucks and what Maxar says appear to be multiple rocket launchers are seen positioned in a field near trees. Ooh, man, I bet they, uh, uh, people love to blow up fuel trucks. That's got to be a fun sight especially when it's near uh, rocket launchers. Uh, the satellite images taken yesterday appear to sh- also show fuel storage tanks on fire at the airbase located at the southern end of the airbase. Uh, at, uh, at the end of what was uh, uh, the convoy, a number of trucks and equipment are still seen on the roadway southeast of Ivankiv. Uh, Ukrainians successfully intercepted and attacked an advancing Russian uh, tank column yesterday as fighting picked up around Kyiv's northeast and east. Uh, Thomas Bullock, an analysis at Janes. A uh, UK-based intelligence service told CNN Ukraine's tactic of targeting supply lines has worked well, especially during the first five to ten days of the war. Uh, this was partially down to the Ukrainian tactics and partially down to how Russia was operating. Uh, the British Ministry of Defense updated, uh, update added that logistical issues continue to hamper the Russian advance, as does strong Ukrainian resistance. Go Ukraine! uh, Blue and yellow. The convoys' dispersal comes after major cities in Ukraine, including Dnipro in the center and Lutsk in the far west of the country, were attacked by Russian forces earlier today. Now that I have your attention, let's also try to fix the world uh, by the way, don't forget, <clears throat> today is Friday. Uh, don't forget to look for the Friday flame of, flaming bag of crap on your doorstep. Though it would be poor timing and really distasteful to try and pull crap like this when so much is going on in the world, right? Uh, the war crimes by Putin have become extensive uh, once he's convicted. Uh, He's going to be, he'll be a prisoner in his own country. He won't be able, he won't be able to take out his mega, uh, mega uh, yacht, his, uh, his uh, giant boat, his uh, million dollar boat. He won't be able to take it out of uh, Russian waters (laughs) on March 2nd, Uh, which I mean, you know, Russian waters are, are, are not as nice as going to the, you know, the Southern oceans and just relaxing in the sun. He ain't going to be do- be able to do that. Uh, on March 2nd, the ICC said it would immediately proceed with an active investigation of possible war crimes following Russia's invasion of Ukraine. We talked about that story way back when, on March 2nd. Uh, the U.S. Embassy in Kyiv said two days later that Russia committed a war crime by attacking the nuclear power plant in Ukraine, which uh, we talked about that also when it happened. Uh, Russia's suspected uh, use of cluster bombs, we also talked about, and... Uh, The vacuum bombs that I explained, how they happened and how disturbingly disgusting they are, um, that they used on many civilians, has has also been described as war crimes. I don't think they're illegal, but I think they're illegal against civilians. I think that's where the war crime is. Investigations at the ICC can take many, many years. Only a handful of uh, convictions have ever been won, like uh, maybe 10, I think, something like that. Anyone accused of a crime in the jurisdiction of the court, which includes countries that are members of the ICC, can be tried. I should point out that both the U.S. and Russia have pulled out of the ICC, And uh, it's because the U.S. and Russia have been guilty of war crimes. I call out the U.S. just as much as I call out Russia for war crimes. Um, The uh, court tries people, not countries, and focuses on those who hold uh, the most responsibility. You know, the leaders and and officials who, who make orders. And generals on the ground in this case. And just about any soldier who commits a war crime, which they're doing in, in Ukraine, uh, rape, murdering uh, uh, women and children. I, Russia, if, if, if the people of Russia knew what was going on, and, and it's all being hidden from them, I'm sure they would rise up. <clears throat> uh, Ukraine is not a member of the court. Uh, it has pre, but it has previously accepted its jurisdiction because of when Putin went into uh, Crimea and uh, Eastern Ukraine way back in 2014. Uh, Putin could therefore theoretically be indicted by the court for uh, previously ordering war crimes in in uh, Crimea, which which he did, and there has been an investigation going on by the ICC about those war crimes in Crimea. For uh, eight years now, seven or eight years. But the investigation had slowed down because of COVID. But it's still going on. And maybe that's why Putin feels like he has nothing to lose. Because he's going to be indicted on a war crime sometime in the future. He knows it. He knows he's in trouble. Uh, Moving on. The International Atomic Energy Agency, the IAEA, said in a statement yesterday, Ukraine has lost all communications with uh, the Chernobyl nuclear power plant, which is disturbing and scary. Uh, If you remember, power was lost to Chernobyl, and there is a concern that if cooling the spent fuel is not properly kept up, that there could be radiation leaks. And when I talk about leaks, I mean like all across Europe. Uh, This could be a problem and it needs to be taken care of. If that happens, that might be considered an attack on NATO. If radiation goes into NATO countries, that could be an attack on NATO, at which point point, NATO will suddenly become very much involved. Uh, Moving on. Uh, the White House is expressing concern over Russia propaganda campaign uh, that officials fear is a, a pretext for the use of biological or uh, chemical weapons. Uh, Russia is claiming the U.S. is funding chemical and bio weapons in Ukraine to use against Russia, which of course, Putin has a history of deploying e- illegal nerve agents against enemies and have used chemical weapons against other countries. I remember Navalny, he Putin poisoned his underwear. Literally laced his underwear with I I can't remember Novichok is that what the 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 uh, chemical agent was to poison Navalny who's now in a Russian uh, prison who's now in a Russian prison that's who we hope is going to be released to take over the country. Um. Anyway, uh, we're we're thinking first by using uh um uh, uh Putin uh, uh as I said he he has a, he has a history of doing this uh first by using false flag operations by using chemical weapons against his own troops for an excuse to use them against others. So watch for this. He's gonna use chemical weapons against his own troops. He'll do that. Uh, He's done it before. He's done it before. He did it in uh, Georgia. He did it in Georgia. Um, Chinese diplomats. And state-controlled media have joined in these conspiracy theories, raising fears about the level of coordination between, uh, uh, the, the, um, uh, between Russia and China. Uh, the U.S. and Ukraine have vigorously denied the presence of any U.S.-backed bi- bioweapons programs, saying the only labs the U.S. supports in Ukraine are standard research f- facilities that focus on diagnostics, therapeutics, treatment prevention, and vaccines. Um, <clears throat> the Biden administration has issued statements calling the Russian claims preposterous and total nonsense and uh, urging the world to be on the lookout for Russian Russia to use chemical weapons itself or attempt a false flag operation in Ukraine. <clears throat> uh, Ukrainian uh, President uh, Volodymyr Zelensky said in a new video address, Uh, Allegedly, we are preparing a chemical attack. This makes me really worried because we've been repeatedly convinced, if you want to know Russia's plans, look at what Russia accuses others of. I am the president of an adequate country, an adequate nation, and the father of two children, and no chemical or any other weapons of mass destruction were developed on my land. He was very firm on that. He, I, I, As a father, I'm sure he wouldn't want anything like that. There are some viruses and stuff at, at certain loca- medical uh, facilities, and I believe the UN or, or NATO has asked um, uh, uh, Ukraine to destroy those so they don't fall into the hands of Russia. <clears throat> So that $13.6 billion package we talked about yesterday for Ukraine aid, which Biden will sign today uh, if everything goes as planned, um, is divided as such. Uh, More than $4 billion would provide humanitarian support for refugees fleeing Ukraine and uh, people displaced uh, within Ukraine, as well as provide emergency food assistance. Uh, healthcare and urgent support for vulnerable communities inside the region. Uh, we're probably going to see some deployment of troops to Poland to help uh, with aid. Uh, uh, they haven't said that, but I, I'm assuming that's going to happen. Uh, about $6.5 billion will go to the U.S. Department of Defense so it can deploy troops to the region and send defense equipment to Ukraine. Uh, the bill will provide nearly $1.8 billion to help respond to the economic needs in Ukraine and neighboring countries for cybersecurity and energy issues. The bill also has $25 million for the use, uh, the U.S. Agency for Global Media, which is an independent federal agency to combat disinformation and news broadcasts abroad. So maybe we're going to try and uh, uh, shoot some radio signals into Russia and uh, also into Belarus, I would assume, Uh, Another $120 would help support local Ukraine activists and journalists and promote accountability for Russian human rights violations. Uh, So those those planes, the uh, MiG-29s that Poland wants to give Ukraine through the U.S., have been halted because the U.S. fears escalations. Uh, The Pentagon said the planes are not the most effective weaponry and the plan could run a high risk of escalating the war but not so fast. Uh, and, and I, I, I I might be I mean, I sort of said this at the beginning. I, I sort of said I don't know how a couple of dozen planes are going to help against the the nearly thousand fighter jets that Russia has, right? Uh, Republican U.S. Senators are imploring the administration to reverse course and allow the transfer of Poland's uh, MiG fighter jets, MiG-29s, to Ukrainians to fight the Russian invasion. A sign that uh, the Defense Department's rejection of the offer may be running into steep resistance on uh, the Hill. Uh, 40 GOP Senators... Uh, signed onto a letter from uh, from Senator uh, Joni Ernst of Iowa and Mitt Romney of Utah urging Biden to answer the plea from Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky, who told lawmakers over the weekend that if the U.S. could not help with a no-fly zone over his skies, it could at least send more planes for his people to defend against the attacks from Russia. Uh, Romney said at a press conference, enough talk, people are dying. Send them, send them the planes they need. I fully... I truly believe this. I believe those planes are going to be trucked into Ukraine. I believe that's going to happen. I believe Ukrainian drivers are going to drive those planes into Ukraine so they can take off into Ukraine. I also believe that the U.S. is going to supply a portable, um, a portable uh, 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 runway. Uh, which we talked about the other day, uh, yesterday or the day before, we talked about that. I, I, they're probably going to do that. It's going to be moved in there, and Ukrainians are going to lay down that runway. I think that's what's happening. Uh, but the Republicans and the the Democrats and Biden, I understand the concern. The ground uh, the ground to air missiles have been very effective against planes and attack helicopters. And 28 planes against hundreds, 700 or 800, whatever it is, doesn't seem like a good investment when Ukrainian ground troops have been so effective, especially with the high cost of possibly possible World War III. I understand that concern. That's that's very scary. Some on and off Capitol Hill have argued that lethal drones and anti-aircraft missiles could be more effective in the fight against Russian air power. Some of the GOP senators argued for an all-of-the-above approach. I don't know if planes are moving those, at least through the air. You, you can't fly them in. But maybe if you can get Ukrainians to truck them in, That's still splitting hairs. Russia still may see that as uh, um, declaring war. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, Biden spoke this morning about raising economic pressure. He thanked the bipartisan leadership to get it done in the House and Senate. He will deny access to the International Monetary Fund and removal from the World Trade Organization for Russia. Biden added new names to the list of oligarchs, and banned seafood, vodka, and diamonds from Russia. Now, uh, Russia exports a lot of seafood. More than vodka, I'm sure. Uh, Vodka isn't going to do much. I mean, you know, nobody cares. But I I, I will say diamonds. Uh, now, Now, the diamonds they're banning the import of, These aren't industrial diamonds. Industrial diamonds are still going to go, but diamond, uh, uh, Russia has some of the finest diamonds in the world. They really do. I was a jeweler for many years. I know about Russian diamonds. They have some of the finest diamonds in the world. Them and De Beers have cornered the market on diamonds. Uh, So, uh, dime, if you want to buy a diamond for your your uh, your girlfriend or your husband, I, I'm so, sorry, your boyfriend, if you want to buy a diamond for your boyfriend, uh, you might want to ask them if it is a Russian diamond. You might not want to support it. Uh, and if you do that, those diamonds will go down in price. Anyway, This move requires an act of Congress, uh, but Biden uh, uh, announced today. And when I I talk about this this move, I'm talking about the uh, IMF. uh, um, Anyway, um, Biden announced today that the U.S., along with G7 and European Union, will call for revoking most favored nation status for Russia, uh, that's what I'm talking about. The uh, is requires uh, uh, congressional approval. Uh, and it's referred to as permanent normal trade relations in the U.S. They will no longer have that. Congressional efforts have begun to revoke Russia's permanent normal trade relations. Each country is expected to implement this measure based on its own national processes. Uh, some nations, the president can just order it. Some, it has to go through parliament. Whatever way they are going to do it. Other G7 nations and the EU also will move to revoke Russia's most favored nation status by doing that. Top imports from Russia include oil and gas products, which the U.S. has already banned, as well as precious metal and stone, uh, iron and seal, fertilizers, and inorganic chemicals. All goods could face higher tariffs once Congress acts to revoke Russia's favored nation trade status, which means everything from Russia is going to shoot up in price and everything that's cheaper is going to shoot up in price because they can. Um, Everything that, that is comparable but cheaper is going to shoot up in price. G7 leaders. From Canada, France, Germany, Italy, Japan, and the United Kingdom, as well as the European Union, will announce new economic sanctions to hold Putin accountable. Uh, Russia will be denied the benefits of the WTO membership and ensure that Russian imports do not receive most favored nations' treatment in their economy, in their economy, all those countries' economies. The G7 leaders will agree to ensure Russia can't obtain financing, From the leading multilateral financial institutions such as the International Monetary Fund and the World Bank. And by the way, Russia owes about $120 billion to U.S. banks. And I doubt those banks will ever see that again until Putin is taken down. And as far as taking down Putin, we're working on it. Privately. Nations cannot order an assassination of a foreign leader, no matter how horrible they are. That's uh, uh, that's like world norms. Yesterday, congressional Democrats introduced the bicar- uh, bicameral big oil windfall profits tax to target price gouging by big oil. Uh, the Democrats' proposal aims to get some relief for Americans who are facing average gas prices of 4.31 a gallon. Now, the average gas price actually, just today, hit for 33 a gallon, which I believe is the highest of all time. Uh, big oil companies, specifically those that produce or import at least 300,000 barrels of oil per day, are targeted under the measure they would face a per-barrel tax, whether the oil is domestically produced or imported, equal to 50% of the difference between the current price of the barrel of oil and the average price per barrel between 2015 and 2019. In other words, you're not going to be allowed to stick it to Americans just because you want to profit off the war, which is what they're doing now and which is what we've been talking about for weeks about oil and other products. We know they're doing it. We know they're doing it. Uh, moving on. Uh, North Carolina Republican Representative Madison Cawthorn recently called Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky a thug and the Ukrainian government incredibly evil, criticizing criticizing the country and its leader as Russia invades it. Uh, Cawthorn's statements were aligned with Trump's praise of Russian President Vladimir uh, Putin, but in sharp contrast to the U.S., Brought, uh, brought the U.S.'s broad bipartisan support for Ukraine. I, there are those in the Republican Party that are going to listen to Trump and do what they want and praise Putin above all. And as far as... They need to be kicked out of Congress. I don't give a crap. They need to be gone. And, and the fact that Republicans, if they do not re- censure this, this person that they're partially responsible. Uh, Republicans did immediate condemn his comments. Uh, Iowa Senator Joni Erst said to my colleague in the House, I would push back and say it's not Ukraine that is invading Russia. It is Russia invading Ukraine. Uh, Lindsey Graham said, like 90% of the country is with Ukrainians and is opposed to Putin. I think it's more than 90%, wouldn't you think? So when you see a member of Congress say things like this, the one thing I want you to know is they are outliers. Uh, Cawthorne's reaction is because Zelensky, uh, rooting out of corruption in his country, and Trump, remember, being caught up in that corruption and being impeached for it, Uh, if you remember the phone call between Trump and Zelensky, where he said, I can get you some missiles if you have an investigation into, uh, Biden, you know, that's what he said. Uh, you remember that, right? Uh, he was impeached for that. So that this is, this is the anger on, uh, from the Republican party. And this is why they want to support Putin. They're traitors. They're traitors. <clears throat> Moving on. Uh, North Korea tested a new intercontinental uh, ballistic missile system in two of its recent launches, which American officials say is a serious escalation by, by Pyongyang. Now, they've been sending these missiles up for quite some time. Every few days, they send up missiles. But the difference here, it's the same missiles they're sending up, but they're using a different missile system to do it. Uh, the, the electronics, the components, and so on and so forth. Pentagon Press Secretary John Kirby said in a statement yesterday that the two ballistic missile tests were conducted on February 26th and March 4th. They were not intended to demonstrate ICBM range or capability, but were likely to evaluate the new system before conducting a test at full range in the future, potentially disguised as a space launch. So what he's saying is that um, Kim Jong-un is going to say, and Kim Jong-un was just on the air y- yesterday saying, oh, uh, look, at, look at our rocket launching pad. We're going to send uh, satellites into space. He was just saying that. What he's going to use, he's going to use that launching pad. He's going to uh, test fire this, these long-range ICBMs that can reach the United States, anywhere within the United States. He's going to test them there. <clears throat> uh, Kirby said, The U.S. strongly condemns these launches, which are a brazen violation of multiple U.N. Security Council resolutions, needlessly raise tensions and risk destabilizing the security situation in the region. That includes for China. And I don't know why China isn't being a little bit more loud against North Korea. Right? A U.S. official said the assessment on the missile system uh, was made in coordination with South Korea and Japan, and the U.S. has shared details with other allies and partners, including the United Nations. So they've all been looking at this and sharing information with each other so we can be prepared when North Korea, Kim Kim Jong-un, or his hot sister, decides to do something crazy. Moving on. Uh, Meta platforms, which is, you know, Facebook, Instagram, so on, uh, will allow Facebook and Instagram users in some countries to call for violence against Russians and Russian soldiers in the context of the Ukraine invasion. Kill soldiers. Kill, kill, kill Russian soldiers. Uh, Meta is also temporarily allowing some posts that call for the death to President Vladimir Putin or Belarusian President Alexander Lukashenko in countries including Russia, Ukraine, and Poland. A meta spokesperson, Facebook and Instagram spokesperson, said, as a result of the Russian invasion of Ukraine, we have temporarily made allowances for forms of political expression that would normally violate our rules, like violent speech, such as death to the Russian invaders, uh, that term specifically is fine uh we still they say we still won't allow credible calls for violence against Russian civilians you know it's just against soldiers uh and that makes sense uh the calls for the leaders' deaths will be allowed unless they contain other targets or have two indicators of credibility such as the location or method so if so if if I say death to Putin, that's okay. But if I say death to Putin, because he's going to be on the corner of 2nd and Main Street in downtown Moscow at 2 p.m. today, then that can't be said. Uh, The temporary uh, policy changes on calls for violence to Russian soldiers Uh, 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 apply to Armenia, Estonia, Georgia, Latvia, Azerbaijan, Hungary, Lithuania, Poland, Romania, Russia, Slovakia, and Ukraine. So I guess I can't do it here in the United States. Unless I'm using a VPN. Uh, Moving on. So you must be asking, I want to help. How can I help? How can I help? What can I do to help? What companies are still doing business in Russia? Okay. Dunkin' Donuts is still doing business in Russia. Subway is still doing business in Russia. Marriott, still doing business in Russia. They have not suspended or reduced their exposure to the Russian market. Mondelez, you don't recognize the name. It's the parent company of brands like Oreo... Ritz, Chips Ahoy, tons of cookies and crackers. They are still doing business in Russia. This is all stuff that you can avoid. And tweet about it. Please tweet about it. Tweet about Dunkin' Donuts. Tweet about Subway. Tweet about Marriott. Uh, uh, Tell everybody that they're still doing business in Russia and they need to stop. And uh, um, by the way, Mondelez has an even bigger footprint in the country uh, that it, ha- it has yet to give up a huge footprint. They're all over the country. Oreo cookies everywhere. Uh, cosmetics company, Cody Incorporated. Pharmaceutical company, uh, Abby. Abby uh, um, and cloud computing, uh, computing company, Citrix. And that would be a big one. Citrix needs to stop. Uh, after mounting pressure, Burger King which has more than 800 franchise locations across Russia, became the latest fast food uh, company to halt all corporate support to the Russian market market in response to the war. Now, Burger King, just like McDonald's, they have other companies that have um, bought the rights to use their name and ha- operate their own stores. So there could be still McDonald's and Burger King's operating within Russia, but they are separate from the corporations, their franchises. Uh, so, uh, so this list, Sonnenfeld, that's the name of the list. It can be found by Googling it. Uh, it's spelled S-O-N-N-E-N-F-E-L-D. You can Google the list, and uh, it is updated every hour to reflect new announcements from companies in real time. And I'm sure if everybody gets on Twitter and calls out Dunkin' Donuts and others that it's going to be happening faster. So, baseball spring training begins this weekend. Yes, there was the the lockout. Uh, the lockout has ended. But not everybody is happy. Bernie, feel the burn, Bernie Sanders, uh, he was angered. He, he slammed the unacceptable behavior of team owners who he said negotiated in bad faith for more than 100 days in a blatant attempt to break the players' union, Sanders complained that the owners eliminated their team's affiliations with more than 40 minor league ball clubs, not only causing needless economic pain and suffering, but also breaking the hearts of fans in small and mid-sized towns all over America. Now, I understand. I I, I hate baseball. Uh, You know what? I'd rather watch golf. But little League, I have sat and watched the little League game um the 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 these small clubs, not pro ball, these small clubs where these guys just love the game, that's fun that I'll watch, but yeah, regular baseball I don't care about and and uh, uh, regular baseball is distancing themselves. From these small teams, and it's disturbing. It's horrible. It's not. It's it, it's not a nice thing. We need those small teams, and they need them too. They need these farm teams so they can get players. Uh, Sanders pointed out that the baseball team owners, he referred to as baseball oligarchs, uh, were playing were paying minor league players totally inadequate wages. Uh, They were seeking to eliminate the jobs of another 900 minor league players and were taking billions of dollars in corporate welfare from taxpayers to build expensive stadiums while charging outrageously high prices for tickets that many uh, working-class families cannot afford. And he's right. Have you ever gone to a game? I mean, I think at the Dodgers you can get a $5 ticket in the nosebleed section. Maybe it's $10 now. I have no idea. Uh, Sanders asserted, it would be wrong for Congress to simply celebrate today's agreement uh, and move on. We must prevent the greed of baseball's oligarchs from destroying the game. The best way to do that is to end Major League Baseball's antitrust exemption, and I will be introducing legislation to do just that. So we'll see if that happens. Jussie Smollett. <laughs> Was sentenced yesterday to 30 months of felony probation, which includes 150 days in jail, which is like, what is that, five months? Is that five months? Five months? I think that's five months. Four months is 120 days. Yeah, five months in jail, an order to pay restitution of more than $120,000, which is nothing for him, and a 20, uh, $25,000 fine for making false reports to police. So, fall back. Spring forward. That's how you remember it. If you fall back, you have to spring forward. In the spring, you set your clocks forward. That'll be Sunday. So get up at Sunday morning, 2 a.m. in the morning. Get up at uh, Sunday at 2 a.m. And move your clock forward if you have to. I have one clock in the living room and then I got to deal with my car. (laughs) Uh, You know how it is with your car. You got to look it up every time. You just don't remember how it was done. Um, So I got to deal with those two clocks. You got to deal with it too. Uh, You lose an hour of sleep. There are more accidents uh, in the week after uh, daylight savings in the spring than any other time of the year. So please be careful next week. Please be careful. And don't forget, Friday's flaming bag of crap tonight and this weekend Let's see if anybody uh, lays a flaming bag of crap on your doorstep. That's when politicians put something that they're hoping will disappear in the 24-hour news cycle over the weekend. That's what they do. They lay it out there at the worst possible time for it to stay in the news in the hopes that it'll go away. That's tonight. And don't forget, Monday is my favorite holiday. Celebrate it with me. Uh, That's it. Thanks for listening. Thursday. March, March <laughs> 11th, sorry about that. Thursday, March 11th, 2022. I truly appreciate you. Man, I can't tell you how much I, I, I appreciate you. I really do. Bring someone with you today or tomorrow. Uh, PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast, that's what you Google to find me. I'll show up right at the top of the search. Tweet to me, questions, insights, or fights, at Cyberclops C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. And remember, always remember, Government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget it. I'm Peter Lawrence, reporting from Los Angeles. Have a great weekend, guys. I truly appreciate you. Thank you so much.